It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host, Mary Fanning. Welcome. Today we will talk about Joe Biden as he destroys, devastates America. Everywhere you look, that is what Joe Biden is doing. And do not fool yourself that that is not what is underway. Tonight, my guest is investigative journalist Alan Jones. Welcome, Alan. Thank you, Mary. Glad to be here. Well, you should be because he hasn't had the place nuked thus far, but he's working hard at it. Uh, what we're seeing right now is this bank bailout. So understand that the bank bailout goes directly to Joe Biden. And what they're doing with this uh, bailout is actually the bailout of Silicon Valley. Uh, Silicon Valley, with this bank bailout, they had brought in many tech Chinese tech companies. And that is toward our destruction because understand this is this is not just um, the Chinese companies that were brought in by this bank, but it's also when he starts talking about bailing people out, those fees are going to go to other banks and the American people who have bank accounts will be paying those fees, not the Federal Reserve. And the fact that they started going after the community banks uh, because of this SVB, Silicon Valley Bank failure, this is this is more than what it looks like. This is uh, toward the destruction of our small community banking system. This is the Federal Reserve putting in their uh, the, a, a big hand to grab. This is uh, Yellen. This is um, Jay Powell. This is, you know, you, you should first understand the Federal Reserve is neither federal nor is it a reserve, all right? And so that's important to understand what's taking place. But we're going to discuss the SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, and how they're uh, destroying our meritocracy and uh, how they're seeking more control. And where they are going is that they are seeking this digital currency uh, for control. We now know that the big banks, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, JP Morgan, and Chase, um, they're suggesting that they're going to be runs. No, they're what they're really trying to do is get rid of community banking and have this all go under big banking's control. Take out um, the regional banks. The White House was inducing runs, suggesting that there were going to be runs on the, the regional banks because they're going for their destruction. Alan, are you um, watching this SBB? You were in finance before find it curious? Yes, I sure have. Yes. Now, by its very nature, the fractional reserve banking system that we use, which uses central banks like the Federal Reserve, has always had an Achilles heel. And that is, of course, that banks would never be able to actually uh, return all of the depositors' money 
where everyone at the same time, commercial and individual account holders, appear at the bank and ask for a withdrawal or wire request because the banks then use the money that the depositors put in the banks to make loans for mortgages, for business loans, for car loans, et cetera. So the system, um, the system counts on a certain amount of outflows, but not everyone to try to take the money out at the same time. But what we're seeing right now is a panic. And this is all really of Joe Biden's making because he did this in huge trillions of dollars of spending, you know, with the, um, with the uh, spending after COVID and then the inflation and then the Federal Reserve then responded by adjusting, you know, keeping the interest rates artificially low. Yeah. And now they've exactly. had to respond to inflation. Exactly. It's, a, it's a huge so, disaster. So we, we saw the big banks keep the low interest rates at zero percent. And this this came on since the very beginning of Obama's financial crisis. It was, of course, that was put in place as well. So when they kept the low interest rates at zero percent, they were giving no returns on your money. So how did that affect the average Joe? Well, he was not making any interest on his money, yet those who were um, uh, buying the big business, big banks, big billionaires at 0% interest rates, they were able uh, to have great purchasing, 13 years of artificial prosperity. So uh, these zero interest rates loans, they were just hurting the little guy, the guy who was living off of his investments that had, or his his savings that had 0% interest rates. Um, so it all started with Obama and his Community Reinvestment, Reinvestment Act ninja loans. So those, those loans uh, were, as he came in, that was being put into the uh, community banks. They were handing out these ninja loans, no income, no jobs, no assets. And so as they uh, collapsed the system in 2008, it had everything to do with those Community Reinvestment Act loans. They were handing them out. They were looking into communities. They were look at, looking at mortgages, which had been the foundation to our community banking system. You could count on so much money coming in and they were, and you would watch the system, how it was working by viewing the speed pools. Now, those are the different um, areas where you're watching all the different mortgages. If it became over a certain percentage of failure, you knew that you were going to have a problem. That's what happened in 2008. And so what happened with those ninja loans and you had the failures, and then they made those into credit default swaps. After they used that to um, bet the system, uh, make it a trading uh, op uh, operation, then they uh, Wall Street dumped those on AIG. And of course, then Obama came in with TARP and he used TARP to pay off the big banks. Most of that went out of the country to foreign banks. And so the American people were the ones holding the bag. And then they started handing out tons of money, 13 years of artificial prosperity with these 0% interest rates. And so this has been going on. And now it's time to pay the piper. But what we're really bailing out today is Silicon Valley. And why this is concerning is because not only is this SBB bank, it's their connections to China and those that they brought in. And this has all been put in place by Barack Obama. And so this goes all the way back to what they would get in return 
with their uh, plans. And, and this again goes to the, the different social programs that were put in place. So not only those Community Reinvestment Act loans, but then their whole, uh, their whole basis was the DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So when you have things um, based upon diversity, equity, inclusion, you're no longer looking at meritocracy and that which would work. You're now looking at some sort of environmental social governance where um, this is about uh, control. This is always about control. So diversity, equity, inclusion. Interesting DEI, Latin for God. And, and goodness gracious, I'm so surprised Surprised that Barack Obama didn't come in and just call it the Frank Marshall Davis, you know, now made uh, United States of America made in the image and likeness of Frank Marshall Davis's mentor. Uh, this is the destruction of our U.S. Constitution and meritocracy. And instead, we're now measuring things in, in a, a, a fashion that one can only see will cause destruction and collapse of the United States. Everything that has happened under um, Obama and Biden is with purpose. Everything that Joe Biden has done uh, since he came in was to destroy the United States of America. This is, he's come in, he's, he's destroyed our banking system. He's destroyed our immigration system. This is Joe Biden. Since he, just in these two years he's been in office, he's destroyed our food system. He's destroyed our student loan system. He's destroyed our energy system, our athletic system, our university system. This is what communists do. This is the infection that has been brought into our country between Barack Obama and Joe Biden. It's important to understand, of course, I just mentioned Frank Marshall Davis, Obama's mentor. Joe Biden, we know, came out of Council for a Livable World, which was a Soviet silver master spy operation that was run by uh, uh, Julius Hammer. And that was an operation that was uh, meant to infiltrate our Congress to gain control. They started with the first, the small states that went directly to Joe Biden. And you should understand that Council for a Livable World, as I said, it was uh, founded by Leo Schlazard, who had been in our nuclear program and was considered a spy. But beyond that, the bag man for Council for a Livable World was none other than Al Gore Sr. So you're seeing the same players uh, generationally playing out the same plan of communism and the destruction of the United States. Is that what you're seeing, Alan Jones? Yes. And in fact, Silicon Valley Bank, like so many from, um, from the tech area, claim to be environmentally conscious. Oh, we're, you know, we're such a great company. Well, they could not wait to get in bed with the Chinese Communist Party. Silicon Valley Bank established a joint venture bank in China called the Silicon Valley Bank Shanghai Pudong Development Bank Joint Venture. Now, Shanghai Pudong Development Bank Company Limited is actually a state-owned uh, bank in China. Now, remember, the Chinese government, they're the biggest polluter on the planet. They're building um, power plants, coal power plants all over the place. So guess what, actually? Yeah, Silicon Valley Bank fact, could not wait Alan, to get their hands. Let me interrupt you there. So as we sit here and talk about global warming, first, it's a complete fraud. Uh, global warming, we knew from the moment that we hacked, and this goes back years, the University of East Anglia 
And they showed that those global warming scientists, their emails proved that they were all a fraud, that they were lying. There was no such thing. There is no such thing as global warming. But this is how the left steals money by claiming this and preying on the stupid who will believe anything that they tell them. And so um, this goes back to, again, we're talking about the Silicon Valley um, Bank and their joint venture uh, with China, this China Shanghai Pudong Development Bank. What we looked at when we started looking at uh, this uh, SBB is that they had so many deals where they were in, involved with technical um, issues in China and their banks and those who fund them. That becomes even more disturbing when you're seeing this big bailout. Why? Because now you're looking at that they took on these deals that they had no business taking on. And now as they cause the collapse of this bank and they say they're going to come out and pay the piper, there is no one to pay the piper other than the American people. So the other banks will walk. Uh, fees will be given to the Americans through their banking system or however uh, this ends up being dispersed. And who will be enriched by this? Well, it'll, it will be the Chinese companies that came in through Silicon Valley banking and their, their joint ventures with China. Do you see it any other way? Yeah, that's absolutely what's happening. And in fact, a lot of traditional banks, they considered these Chinese startups to be too risky. They were very risk averse. Yeah, lenders, they wouldn't. Um, they know. wouldn't. Ha- they wouldn't go in and have any any of the deals. They wouldn't go in and cut these deals with these same people. Uh, they didn't just say this was risk adverse. They would not get into it. So, the one person you did see getting into this was the Silicon Valley Bank. So now, yep. so, so, so Silicon now Valley Bank. So now they'll collapse, and the American people will end up holding the bag once again. Right. So Silicon Valley Bank's. Uh, CEO Ken Wilcox and their chief operating officer, Greg Becker. This is according to Stanford Graduate School Business Report. They they did a really, the School of Business did a detailed report of of Silicon Valley Bank's business in China. And so, so Wilcox and Becker estimated it would cost $80 million to enter the Chinese market. And there was no guarantee of success, but they went ahead and took the risk. And look what's happened now. Well, China was um, new to the venture capital business in the late uh, 1990s, but SBB was the first institution that started working with them. So everyone else did not want to get in bed with with China, yet SBB did. And now as we hear about this bailout, uh, are the American people going to be paying? Is this another round tripping of monies, just like what we saw out of the Ukraine with FTX and Binance? where everyone um, lost their shirt, billions upon billions of dollars, and the only one that got out and was the big winner was Binance connected to China. Does it look a little familiar to you too, Alan? Yes, because a lot of these uh, Chinese tech startups had operations both in the Chinese mainland and over here in the U.S. So that meant that they had some accounts here with SVB uh, in the U.S. So according you know, to this uh, reporting for the Financial Times talking about one of these Chinese tech companies that says, you know, the run on SVB happened so quickly 
um, they they tried Friday morning to get their money out, but it, the transfer is still processing. So that was a founder of a Beijing-based tech company with about $10 million in limbo saying it's crazy. We didn't think this could happen. So in exactly. steps the Biden administration so to the rescue. He came out and said this whole transfer process is crazy. And this is the Beijing-based tech company. $10 billion in limbo. He says, this is crazy. We did not think this could happen. Guess what? It happened. And are the American people going to end up uh, picking up the tab on this? And remember something else. And, and it's important to remember what took place under Obama with the TARP fund. What were some of the things that he did? You know, so you give the government, you give the Democrats big piles of money, and they go and they start social engineering. So the first thing that Obama did with TARP was he went in and he bought, he took the class A stock. They started redistributing uh, car agencies and they gave money to the unions. Oh, I think we want to continue talking about how Joe Biden is destroying the country, be it with the borders and the Clower Pivot, Pivot operation, a, a hardcore communist operation that's been in plan for a very long time. Um, but also when we come back, uh, we'd like to continue talking about SBB but also some of the other things that are taking place in the country toward our destruction. And also keep in mind, by the way, that America Outlawed Talk Radio, it plays on iHeart Radio Network. You can also listen on the media player from any web browser anywhere in the world, maybe even China, where they don't let you do anything without permission. But we have the best in class here. We have the best in class apps available on Apple, Android, Alexa, where we stream 24-7. And now... You can also hear them on the podcast on those same apps. So we'll be back after this message. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan, a plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, 
icsc-climate.com. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. I'm your host, Mary Fanning. With me is Alan Jones, investigative journalist. Uh, there's so much to cover in America right now because we're watching its destruction. Um, as I mentioned before the break, we're looking at Cloward and Piven. Cloward and Piven was open borders. Again, if you have no borders, you have no country. So Joe Biden has decided to open the borders and let anyone run our borders. It's incredibly dangerous, but this is a long-term communist plan. I suggest our audience go look up Cloward and Piven, the, the two communist professors, uh, Francis Cloward and Piven and her husband. Uh, so we're watching some of this being put in place right now toward our destruction, uh, just like we watched with SVB Bank. That is going to uh, destroy the confidence in our currency which is exactly what they wanted. Um, then they think they're going to put in social credit scores and digital uh, currency where uh, they can control. <clears throat> We've also talked before about, <clears throat> excuse me, 15 minute cities. So it's going to take the American people to stand up or as I've mentioned before, we're going into that long dark night. So this is about more power and more control. This is about the Federal Reserve, who is uh, making a big grab. They know what took place with this bank. They do not deserve to be bailed out. Uh, it's not going to be a, a run on banks. It's not going to be a run on community banks. Let them take their deals that they made, uh, that they had no business making, and let Joe Biden go bail out his banking buddies in, in China instead of destroying this country. Uh, right now, um, everything that he's doing, you know, $200 billion um, to this bank. Mary Daly at the San Fran Federal Reserve had no oversight over this bank. They knew that they were um, had a liquidity and solvency issue. They SVB should have been investigated. Mary Daly at the San Francisco Fed should have investigated. Now, they're calling for Patrick Henry of the House Financial Services Committee to investigate SVB. Why wouldn't they? Why would we why would we bail them out? Who will be paying for that bailout? Well, it will be the taxpayer. It will be fees to the FDIC. The banks will then just simply charge their own customers. So instead of the, the billionaire bank bailout, once again, where they're being um, you know, of course you're going to be irresponsible if you don't have to pay the piper, if you don't have to pay the bottom line. So this is a bailout of Silicon Valley. If Silicon Valley is that irresponsible, they don't deserve to be bailed out. So, uh, and, and they're also trying to, to make people fear having their money in regional banks. They want to consolidate those banks into the big banking system. So that is not going to happen. The American people are not going to do that. Um, Biden put in uh, trillions of dollars in the last 14 months. This was bad for bonds. This created inflation. These are not risk-free investments. So uh, this is also Biden and his trillions, uh, you know, to borrow it and then to cover it with inflation and uh, and run and trying to create runs on banks really so that they can and that they can take over the community banking system. So uh, it's this is something that the American people have to wake up to 
Because again, this is a man who's using inflation to destroy our banking system. He's destroyed the immigration system. He's destroyed our borders. He's destroyed the food. They're talking about, about food. And, you know, this is America. We're now talking about uh, starvation on the rise, that that's going to be coming to America. There's not anything that he didn't put his hands on that he hasn't uh, brought destruction. So his $6.9 trillion budget with his, you know, EFG equity plans are not going to work. And you know why they're not? Because the American people will stand up to this. They have no congressional approval for this. They have no congressional approval for all their solar programs. Remember the last time they put all this money into solar programs? That was with Obama's big spill and the Mexican Gulf. And the first thing that they did is after they moved those rigs out of the uh, Gulf of Mexico, and the American people put all sorts of money, tax dollars, into Solyndra. And George Soros went into Petrobras, bought Solyndra for, you know, pennies on the dollar, and then sold it to China. So once again, they think that they're going to, to take their little side deals and destroy the American person. They've, they've already taken our, our means of production. They've transferred it to China, uh, our pharmaceutical business into China. You know, I wonder, don't they want to bring Henry Kissinger forward? And shouldn't he testify before Congress about what his long range plan was when he opened trading status with China? Alan, do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. You know, Henry Kissinger really is ground zero for this failed experiment to try to engage with China on the false premise that they were somehow going to become like us. They were going to move toward democracy, freedom, and capitalism. Well, they went to a different model, which was basically CCP capitalism, which is all about stealing from the United States and building up the Chinese military. So when you have a bank like Silicon Valley Bank that you know started back in the, in the 80s and then decided that they were going to place their bets with China, and the tech sector, they didn't diversify into real estate and other areas. They decided they were going to be all about working with tech companies. And then they start making a joint venture with the Chinese government. Well, that enriched the Chinese government. And what has the Chinese government done? They have built up their military that they are now a very serious threat to the U.S. Navy. In fact, General Keene was just raising the alarm on this about just how much trouble we are in. And you can't really separate the finances of these banks that were helping the CCP from what the CCP military is doing in the PLA, because civilian and military is the same thing in China. Well, so as Joe Biden destroys us economically, militarily, socially, um, and um, and also, Alan, have you ever heard a president talk about white people or, or any of this kind of this is. This is what communists do. This is what they've done every time they come in toward destruction. And um, I think it was interesting. Uh, Mark Levin came out and, and said, you know, we're going to put $640 billion um, uh, to hand out in reparations in California. We're going to give $640 billion to people who never were slaves and charge the people who never had slaves. That's reparations. This is a dem the Democrat Party, the party of slavery, they themselves 
should be pay paying the reparations. Not any people. No one in this country had slaves. No one in this country was a slave. That is our history. How many hundred years ago? And so now this is what they use. This is what communists do to, to divide. You know, a divided country falls. A divided country falls. And that's what they're looking to do, division. And so once again, the, the Dems are looking to feed off of the, the productive in this country, create little Potemkin villages, uh, and, and simply destroy the American people is that they take everything that they can. In fact, I was talking to John Trudell, and as he put out his last book, he said he spoke to a futurist. Uh, who was famous for making spot-on predictions in the mix of social and technological trends. And as John's last book was coming out, um, his friend, this futurist, made a prediction. He said, the sophistication of deception is increasing at a greater rate than the technology for verification. The sophistication of deception is increasing at a greater rate than the technology for verification. That means the end of truth. Well, we know that that means the end of truth because Barack Hussein Obama put through the Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012. That ended the Smith-Munt Act of 1948, where you were not allowed to use lies and propaganda on the American people. Obama made that legal. The mainstream media has played right along. They've been dealt their hand. It's disturbing to see because now we're seeing things that are happening across the globe. This is taking down the West, not just the United States, but it's most important to take down the United States because as I mentioned, Ronald Reagan said, if we go into that long dark night, it will be a thousand years of darkness if we lose our freedom. Now is the time to stand up. Now is the time to take our country. And actually right now in the UK, where the prestigious universities, they have what they call a city of dreaming. And there's been much anguish there with the implementation of, um, and you've heard about this from Amin Jabi, and he's come forward and talked about these 15 minute cities. So that's what they're doing right now in the UK. And they will, what they do is the residents will have to pay local taxes to the city council. And this goes to um, Sadiq Khan, the mayor there, uh, in London. So the Liberal Democrats and the Green Party are dividing Oxford into six 15-minute dis districts. These are called zones, where the residents will not have to use their cars because they will have everything they need in their life, and it will be within 15 minutes, 15 minutes walking distance. The residents will be allowed passes if they need to travel out of their zones, and they can be fined if they limit um, exceed the limit of the number of passes that are afforded to them. So these zones are blocked off. So if you need to drive to another zone, you have to go to a much uh, longer route and use one of your passes. So thousands of demonstrators just recently came together to protest in Oxford. And they reported that it was a mostly peaceful pro uh, protest, but they are aware of this Agenda 2030. Now that's where you know, a hundred years, 105 years after the Bolshevik revolution, the commies want to reintroduce their failed government philosophy and policies that they are banking that after four generations, uh, that this oppressive failure has been forgotten. And America's youth, they've been failed by the progressive run education system. They have no idea what's coming. This is where Agenda 2130, well, you will own nothing and you will be happy. And if you look what Brock 
Obama and with Joe Biden have done, they're making certain that the American people will own nothing. They've cut off our energy, they've destroyed our universities, our education system, and they are not finished yet. Alan? Well, look, let's go back to slavery for a minute. Slavery is not just something from the history books. Slavery is happening right now, today, this very night. And who's working with the slave masters? Well, that would be Silicon Valley Bank. That would be Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and James Biden, all of them in business with the Chinese Communist Party that runs forced labor camps with the Uyghur Muslims in China. So, you know, you've got John Kerry over there saying, oh, what, you know, we can't talk about that because we need to work with the Chinese on, on climate change. Meanwhile, China's got slave camps and then they've also, you know, building coal plants as fast as they can. Silicon Valley Bank didn't seem to have any problem with that. I didn't hear them talking about the slave camps over there. I didn't hear Biden say anything about it. Did you? No, because Joe Biden doesn't tell the truth very often, because otherwise we would have known about Hunter Biden's laptop. And the intel community that, shame on them, came out and lied for Joe Biden to hide that. Also, the idea that uh, Hunter Biden was working in these bioweapons labs through Metobiota that were running out of not just uh, Wuhan, but also out of the Ukraine. So that's Hunter Biden with Metobiota with these bioweapons out of Wuhan and out of Ukraine. Can anyone imagine um, how disastrous this this was? The idea of this drug addict and this halfwit involved in bioweapons working with Ukraine and Wuhan. And also, you don't have Hunter Biden and his laptop revealing, we now know about his, you know, billion and a half dollar deal. We now know that he was working with Bohai Harvest Bank that goes to the Bank of China, where Elaine Chow, Mitch McConnell's wife, sister is working out of, don't forget that Elaine Chow, when she became the uh, Secretary of Transportation, she lied about the boards that she served on connected to China. She was only found out afterward. Mitch McConnell is not telling the American people the truth. And I guess that's why he started screaming like a girl when they started showing those uh, videotapes of J6 and what really took place there. And the same thing happened with Chuck Schumer. And I would remind people of a quote by Marcus Tullius Cicero. And he talks about the traitor that moves among us. A nation can survive its fools, even the ambitious, but it cannot survive the treason from the enemy within. And I suggest that the enemy inside the gates is Joe Biden, as well as Barack Hussein Obama. Yes, Mr. McConnell is married into a family uh, that operates in Taiwan and China, helping the uh, Chinese military build up their Navy, okay? That's the Navy that's such a threat that General Jack Keane just said a couple nights ago. Militarily, Xi is growing more rapidly than the United States. He's outgunned and outmanned us in the region. The only advantage we have are submarines, and that's a very important advantage, but the Navy's not willing to make dramatic change from a surface fleet that's very vulnerable to uh, China's offensive anti-ship missiles and certainly the hypersonic glide vehicles and bring more stealth nuclear submarines into the region that can deal significantly with President Xi's um, offensive and defensive systems, okay? The Navy's getting smaller, the Air Force is the smallest it's been in 40 years, according to Jack Keane, and the Army's getting smaller, but the Biden budget does not match the rhetoric. 
So where's Biden's defense spending and why is Biden and companies like Silicon Valley Bank helping China prepare for World War III to attack Pearl Harbor and our U.S. bases around the world? Well, Alan, that? that goes right back to future combat systems. And that was the first modernization of our military weapons systems since World War II. And Barack Hussein Obama, the first day in office, he canceled future combat systems. Not only that, he then brought in Ash Carter. And after we had developed Enlos LS, that's missiles in a box, Ash Carter canceled that. After 13 years of uh, R&D and $1.7 billion, it was 95% complete. And Ash Carter canceled that. So after this segment, we'll come back because we need to talk about future combat systems and what they've given and how they've built up China's defenses as they've destroyed ours. After this break. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Security Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you will hear military and intelligence experts that will bring you the truth. Uh, all of our shows go to podcasts. Typically one or two days after the podcast is heard on talk radio. You can also hear them on Spotify, Stritcher, Pandora, and iHeart Podcasts, and many more. So be, sh- be sure to subscribe and rate our shows on Apple Podcasts. And if you would like, you can always contact us either through AmericaOutloud.com or the AmericanReport.org, our website where you can find our work. Um, it also appeared on Breitbart, Center for Security Policy, et cetera. But you can find our work at the AmericanReport.org, and there's a contact button where you can reach out to us. Alan, welcome back. Thank you. So... What we're looking at right now is China. And one of the things that most concerns us about China is the infiltration, not only of our representatives, you know, the guys that work for us in Congress, and, um, but also as they've come in and they've purchased our, fa- our farmlands, the lands around our bases, our military bases, 
the truly they're in our universities. They're in Fort Detrick, as Colonel Sellen has told us. They're in our blood labs. They were using our New York blood labs where they were creating bioweapons to attack the American people. Uh, you can only look at this as unrestricted warfare. And that's important because uh, as I did the film Absolute Peril with General McInerney, General Arbuckle, General Flynn, and Colonel Sellen, uh, we focused on unrestricted warfare. So Absolute Peril, that's at our at the AmericanReport.org. And that gives you an idea of what China is doing. But Alan, there was a piece that we did some time ago that was particularly interesting because of the, the long time loans never paid back to the United States by China. And so that gives us the ability to start making certain that we are uh, taking back, first of all, the farmlands, getting them out of um, uh, the lands around our military bases, regardless of how many spy balloons they let traverse the nation and looking going across as they gather information around our nuclear triad. Uh, China must be stopped. And some of our officials, particularly Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, um, they've been the beneficiaries of quite, you know, this is billions of dollars. We're not talking about, you know, a, a night on the town. So it's time for the Republican Party. It's time for any of the patriot class in our government to stand up and stop letting what's taking place continue. What do you think about taking? Now, remember something else. We worked with um, Congressman Dan Donovan, and he put through two bills after meeting with us, along with the head of the um, uh, a Veterans Association. And he put through FIRMA and another bill showing that we can simply take these things back from China. That means confiscate. Absolutely. You know, in fact, the number is just staggering. Um, the U.S. has legal standing to recoup $1.6 trillion in debt that China owes America. So let's start by seizing some of these Chinese assets, you know. China comes in here and buys Smithfield. You know, they buy all this uh, farmland across the U.S. And uh, we just let them walk all over us. And, you know, look what happened in Canada. The Chinese have taken over the Vancouver real estate market and they've heavily infiltrated the California real estate market and uh, other major U.S. cities. This needs to and, stop. Uh, and the state of Washington market. And the reason that uh, they're there is because of the high speed Internet. So uh, it and some the high end real estate, and I don't know about all the others, but we know they were going into certain areas where Bill Gates lives and they were offering 25 percent over what people were asking for their homes. And this goes back years while the market was soft. And uh, so China is is buying its way in. This is unrestricted warfare. And I don't think anyone should be looking at that without understanding the very famous as we translated, there are actually two speeches by General Chi Ho Tien. And he talks about unrestricted warfare and how he has to kill at least 200 million Americans. Now, he made this speech. It was released in 2005. And uh, he said it as either us or them. And he talked about unrestricted warfare, lawfare, economic, bioweapons, 
That's what we're watching, folks. This is unrestricted warfare, exactly as General Chi Ho Tien told us. And what's even more disturbing is one of our, uh, someone that we work with, Dr. Lee Menyan, who defected here and had has firsthand information. It's really interesting when she says, um, she's also on America Out Loud, and you can listen to her program. She also talks about General Chi Ho Tien was one thing, but she says, the, the most frightening psychopath is Xi Jinping himself. Comforting, isn't it, Alan? Yeah. Uh, he's a very scary guy. You know, he's now starting his third term. So he's really the most powerful communist leader in China since Mao and since the communists took over in 1949. Remember, China used to be our ally back in World War II. But look what they're doing just with Smithfield alone. That's going to give that gave the Chinese control of 25 percent of the U.S. pork industry. So talk about unrestricted warfare. They're trying to control our food and everything else and our pharmaceuticals. And keep in mind. When now we're just starting to hear the truth about what leaked out of Wuhan. Now they're saying it's a leak. It's most interesting that Dr. Lee Manyan says, no, this was not a leak. This was purposeful. This is unrestricted warfare. This is exactly what General Chi Ho Tien spoke of with bioweapons toward our destruction. And uh, so now they're ponying up to the idea that this was a leak. Uh, that's disturbing because why was Tony Fauci working with China and their bio labs? And why were they working with Wuhan et al., a BSL uh, 4 lab? after they'd already had their BSL-3 lab leak and kill eight, over 8,000 people in short order. Um, so the idea that Tony Fauci or anyone was working with Wuhan and the Chinese toward bioweapons after that had been made illegal in 2014. And interestingly, 11 days before President Trump took office, the, Biden, the Obama administration and its science and technologies are John Holdren, approved going for gain of function. They suggested to make gain of function, which lethalized these viruses. Now, isn't that interesting that they approved this and were pushing for it? And also working with John Holdren was Sylvia Burwell. Where does Sylvia Burwell come out of? Well, she comes out of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And she was working with John Holdren in the Obama White House when they pushed gain of function again, as I said, lethalizing these viruses. And so why were they doing this uh, sub rosa, unbeknownst to President Trump, 10 days, 11 days before he takes office? Interesting as well, is that John Holdren, after he left office in the White House at that point, then moved to Beijing? Yeah, so Mary and I have been ringing the alarm bell on Holdren for quite a while. We were writing about him way back at the beginning of 2022 about, you know, how he was the one who was working to um, advise U.S. agencies to lift their restriction on gain of function research. So then he subsequently goes on Holdren, who was remember, this was the depopulation science czar for Obama. He goes on and gets a uh, position as a professor at Tsinghua University. Now, that's where Xi Jinping, uh, that's his alma mater. And if the listeners want to learn more about what Tsinghua University 
is about, I recommend that they go see a movie called Unsilenced. You can probably rent it or look at it uh, streaming. But what it's about was the uh, what happened on the campus when you had the Falun Gong peacefully trying to do their kind of um, meditation exercises out in the grass and the Xinhua University administration together with the CCP tortured these poor students. And that's where Holden works. So he's perfectly okay with these guys uh, with Chinese torture and Biden, I assume, and, and, and this uh, Silicon Valley bank, none of them have any problems with, with a regime that's as, as bad as the Nazis were or worse. Oh, if not worse. I mean, these are the people, these are the um, Chinese. So, you know, you're, they're not making peace with you people understand what they do to the Uyghurs and that they take people and they keep them alive as they take out their organs for sale. And then they take their bodies and use it for prison food. Um, so keep in mind when you're hearing about um, unrestricted warfare and the, the book that the two Chinese military colonels uh, wrote, Unrestricted Warfare, we're watching it right now. Economic warfare. It's exactly what Joe Biden is doing to our country. Lawfare. Anyone that stands up and tells the truth is being sued into oblivion. Network warfare, the financial, transportation, communication, our power grid. This is all um, the, the terrorism that they're running on this country. Biological warfare, terrorism. Uh, you know, if you don't think they're running biological warfare, look at the 109,000 um, American youth that have been killed in the last year due to the fentanyl crisis. Who is behind that fentanyl crisis? It's not just the cartels. It's China. It's China. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's time for the American people to wake up. We also had something interesting happen with one of our uh, team. And that was, uh, Alan, uh, didn't you find this interesting that he reached out to uh, Dr. Mike Shore and Colonel Mike, and that was their show yesterday to talk about what just took place. And, and, and the Micronesia, the president sent them a letter, letter telling how China was infiltrating and taking over their country. And they were coming in, not just um, spying and looking for their rare earth minerals, um, just as Joe Biden handed over, by the way, in Afghanistan to the Chinese, um, but that they had also infiltrated his cabinet. China's all over yes. now, aren't they? China is all over. They want to control the South China Sea and all these Pacific Island countries. I don't think anyone is out of danger, whether it's the Philippines or Japan or Indonesia or even or Australia or, uh, or, or even the West Coast of California and the United States. And Anything is possible. Oh, no, Hawaii. I mean, Frank Marshall Davis was already working on the cause way back when reportedly, you know, he was mapping out the coast of Hawaii and, uh, you know, taking pictures. I don't think he just had a photography hobby. I think he was probably photographing for the KGB and the Chinese. No, remember, so Frank Marshall Davis, as we found in the FBI vault, he was designated as an S-1, an enemy of the United States. And he was giving information to the Soviets during World War II. And he was um, also um, using Morse code off the island to their ships, giving them data. This is, this is Frank Marshall Davis. You know, 
Barack Obama's mentor. He's the same guy, by the way, NAMBLA, the Man Boy Love Association, um, into pedophilia. Uh, gee, I wonder why that's in our schools right now. Maybe they really did want to make this country in the image and likeness of Frank Marshall Davis instead of George Washington. But um, Frank Marshall Davis, in, in fact, uh, we wrote a piece that's at the American Report, Clues to Barack Obama's uh, Mysterious ID. And that's something that really, in order to understand the foundation of what's taken place in this country, you have to understand his connections to a Margolin and uh, those who were bringing refugees into this country, and Saboud and Victor Margolin, who was connected to Obama through Bill Ayers and the University of Illinois. And I think we'll visit that another time because it's such a complex story, but it's also can be found at theamericanreport.org. Alan, well, Frank Marshall Davis, um, do you remember who his two favorite people were? I think it was a guy named Stalin and another guy named Hitler. <laughs> exactly. His two favorite people, two most admired, were, were Hitler and Stalin. There you go. Well, look at what the CCP does. You know, what they were doing to the Falun Gong community, organ harvesting, not just organ harvesting, but live organ harvesting where the donor, quote unquote, you know, who might have been a political prisoner is actually a live donor where they do a live surgery and remove the organ. And I've never heard Joe Biden uh, say anything about that. I never heard Silicon Valley Bank say anything about their uh a joint venture partner, the CCP, engaged in organ harvesting. So I guess they're yeah. perfectly okay with it. You're exactly right. And what was really disturbing in, in not too long ago is when Jamie Dimon and Morgan Stanley was opening up in China. And they said, you know, considering what they do to the Uyghurs and, and the Fulong, are, are you kidding? You're going to open up JP Morgan in China? He's like, well, every country has their issues. Really? Really? Really, Jamie Dimon, do you think a lot of people want to bank it? It's your bank when this is how you view the world. This is, I mean, this is one nation under God. This is the United States of America with a constitution. And then we're going to support through, through our banking system, the Chinese as they're working to destroy this country. Hard to imagine. Yeah, well, let's not forget that um, Biden's senior advisor, Anita Dunn, said that her favorite political philosopher was Mao, who, you know, of course, did the um, the cultural revolution and just killed tens of millions of Chinese. And now, you know, they run around doing forced abortions and organ harvesting and run slave camps. You know, these guys absolutely are horrible. Xi is an absolutely horrible person. And hopefully he will face something similar to the Nuremberg trials eventually, because these people need to be held responsible and accountable before the world for what they've done. That's right. And that goes right to the one million Americans that died of their virus. That goes to the one and a half million that have been destroyed because of the uh, the vaccine. The people who are working and why is Pfizer working out of China? Why is BlackRock working out of China? Hey, Larry Fink, don't you read the news? Yes, you know, and let's not forget Hollywood, you know, that would, you know, they were trampling over each other to try to get deals 
with China to actually, you know, make what they thought would be a blockbuster over there so they can sell a few more tickets, you know. Forget about all the people that get killed by the CCP. That's just collateral damage. Well, I mean, this is more of the Red-Green Alliance that's happening uh, across the globe in Western nations. And the United States is is different. And the rest of the world, by the way, is looking to us. And in Australia, they took the, they gave up their guns. They had the, you know, the boot on their throat. Um, this whole lockdown is about teaching control of, over the people. So this is, um, it's a lesson not to let this take place in our country. Well, thank you, Alan. Um, I'm so glad that you could come again. Our guests, um, the, our listeners, please go to the AmericanReport.org where you can um, read our pieces. Um, you'll hear more about the devastation and destruction that's been brought to America, the transformation by Barack Hussein Obama, by Joe Biden, who these people are that are standing up against our country. And um, this is the time to start understanding what's taken place in America. This is the time for the American people to take back their country. I also suggest you go to Stand Up America, where General Vallely and General McInerney, who are um, our shows for Thursday on the National Security Hour, uh, where you can learn um, their plan to take back this country. So again, thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. Mm-hmm.